everyone, just a quick reminder that Lash Boss Summit is in Austin on April 22nd and 23rd of 2023. You can head to lashbossradio.com or lashbosssummit.com to buy tickets. Hope to see you there. Hey everyone, welcome back to Lash Boss Radio. I'm Shelby, your host, and today I'm going to talk about ways to become more professional with your clients. I think this is a really important topic as we talk about raising prices and perfecting your artistry and working on your skills and everything, but do your clients see you as a professional or as professional? Because there are some clients that have really been towing the line of that professional personal relationship because artists have opened the door in the first place. So I think this happens a lot when we first book the appointment. If we are very lax with um, even like these pet names of like babe and love and honey, I don't think that that and this is this is my opinion. I don't think that that's very professional. I definitely think we should call people by their name or nothing at all and um, not these other names because those are the same clients that are going to text you, hey, love, can't make it in today. Can we do another day? And I really think it has a lot to do with like the boundaries we set and the way that we present ourselves and speak to our clients. I think we're going to be seeing a lot less late cancels and no shows when we show our professionalism the second that we start talking to a client. I even think DMing clients can start to, it just because you could DM at any hour of the day and you can see like the active button, like if somebody's online, it makes people more inclined to start messaging clients back during non-business hours. And so there's really no boundary there for the client to just message you at night or in the morning really early and expect a response. And so while in itself, it's not unprofessional to talk to somebody over a DM, but I do think that there does need to be some sort of line there. So that could look like you answer a question that they ask over DM, but then you also include if you'd like to um, book an appointment, here's how to do that. Here's the website you can book online or give us a call at the front desk at this number because that really gives gives them the message of like, you're not going to be going back and forth like, does Tuesday work for you? Okay, no. Okay, does Friday work for you? Okay, no. Like, okay, yeah, sure, I can squeeze you in on this day. So it, I just think that if we're like, Absolutely. We're here to help with whatever you need, but here's how to book an appointment or even cancel or reschedule an appointment because we don't monitor the messages for those type of things is the message we're trying to send off. The reason why it's important to be professional is because we can then raise our prices because the client values us and our skills and professionalism and all of that. Um, I have seen before where clients have mocked artists in like screenshots of um, conversations between the artist and client when the artist starts to stand up for herself and starts to set a boundary. The client will almost mock her or um, knock her down by saying like this. I, I, I feel like I've seen this so much like where it's almost like the client saying 
oh, please, like you're you're not that busy. You're not a real business owner type type of messages. And why does that happen? Well, I think, first of all, it's because we go back and forth with people over text message. I don't think that's something clients should be doing with us. I think when we can get someone on the phone, usually conversations go a lot better. And so if you're doing it over text, there's a lot of room for things to be misinterpreted on both sides. I also think like giving these long explanations of why you are standing up for your cancellation policy or et cetera, et cetera, that is all unnecessary. They just need a book online, put their credit card number in to have it on file or send in a deposit via the software that you use because you're a professional and not here's my cash app send in a a deposit it's just there's so much room for the client to come back at you and talk to you with it so put someone in front of it if you don't have a receptionist then have a booking software that you only take bookings from that way so even if you're talking to people if they reach out to you via text or dm you always have that to say here's where you do that so that you never have to be that person that has to go back and forth with them and argue with a client i think that that is i want to see less of that in 2023 so i think um having a way for them to book that isn't through you back and forth back and forth professional in the way that you communicate with them. There's no cussing, even in your appointments. It's very, you can feel the difference between somebody who is professional and somebody who isn't. The way that you're talking about other artists or salons, let's say that they're a new client and they have lashes on already, the way that you're talking about people and things in your life, all of that, they're getting kind of an idea of who you are through that. And so if you're professional at all times, you're going to have a lot less problems with anything else. So you'll be able to easily raise your prices when it's appropriate to do that. You'll be able to charge a cancellation fee when it's appropriate to do that. And they'll get it and they'll understand and it won't be an issue or an argument. And you won't have to type up these responses or post in forums like, what should I say? What should I do? So I hope that helped you think about professionalism a little bit differently. And thank you guys so much for tuning in today. I'll be back very soon with the next episode. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to Lash Boss Radio. I'm Shelby, your host. And today we're going to talk about setting the perfect lash space for your clients. So I love seeing people's pictures of their lash spaces or their treatment rooms, their lobbies. I think it's so cool and everyone kind of has their own style. I think clients really love that too and I think it's also a really cool selling point. So if you have pictures of your space on your website or on your social media, it really helps the client start to feel familiar with where they're going to be. It helps take away that unfamiliarity and um, uncertainty that they feel when going to a new space. All of us have felt that way when you walk into a building and you don't quite know where you are yet. It's just that little bit of uncertainty that makes some people feel a little bit uneasy. And if we can kind of just do a little bit to take that away just by posting photos of our space, it really helps people feel like, okay, I want to go there. And Having an aesthetically pleasing lash room is so important because we are doing, our craft is in the beauty industry. So these people that are getting their lashes done or their nails done, their hair done, they gravitate towards things that look pretty. So is our space inviting? Is it too busy? Um, So I think we should evaluate that a little bit. I want to shout out two businesses. One is the Cosmo Glow Light, which Mary the... Uh, inventor of that has been on the show before. This light is so beautiful and it's also just very practical for us as lash artists. 
if you've used um, other lights, I, I'm not going to name names, but if you use other lights that are kind of sitting lower towards the client, have you ever almost dropped your your sorry your tweezer on a client because you hit the light with it? I really like how the Cosmoglow light is an arc and. So you're, you're, you can move around easier. You also have that little phone clip at the top that comes with the light. This is not sponsored, by the way. Um, the phone clip can help you capture content for your social media as you're working. So I just really love the light. looks really sleek. Comes in a couple colors, and um, I think it really complements any lash bed really beautifully. The other business I want to shout out is Plush and Oak. Their beds are – I've never seen a better – looking treatment bed. And um, I laid on one at LashCon and I really liked it. I do think that some people, the complaints I have read about it is the neck part um, doesn't feel well unless they have like a neck pillow with that. So can you have a neck pillow in conjunction with that in something like a bolster type of thing or maybe even putting like blankets or something underneath a shorter person who doesn't fit that curvature as well. Uh, but I think for the majority of clients, it is very comfortable and same for the artist. So I think that they look beautiful, totally transforms the space and just elevates you automatically. So we're getting those for the salon. Um, we're going to start with buying one. We're all going to try it out. We're going to um, just make sure that that's something that we want across the whole salon. But I will say when I see those in a space, it just looks so good. So I wanted to shout out those two businesses. Um, secondly, is I want to talk about how the cart and things uh, that you use in the service are presented. So I don't think that it's actually necessary to have all of your spoolies, all of your white tip applicators, all of your iPads sitting out. Why can't those be tucked away somewhere? And then you just grab what you need for your client and it's presented on a dental bib and it's just that client's stuff. I also think the way that you present your lash tiles, like you really got to clean those. You really got to make sure there's not lashes spread everywhere because that just looks dirty. It looks unsanitary. So it should look immaculate and clean because it gives this client a feeling of like peace and safety. So can we make it to where our carts are like kind of pristine and minimal and there's not a lot on it because that always to me feels like it's dirty and you're touching a lot of stuff and then you're going to my eyes and did you sanitize your hands so hand sanitizer the few like applicators that you need your ipads the lashes and really that's it you can everything else can be tucked away and just as a reminder because sanitation is so important please when you're sanitizing your room after each client make sure you're also sanitizing the stuff that you touch like the fan or the cleanser bottle, the water squirter, things like that. Please do that. So aside from the bed, the light, and the cart, other tiny little things you can think about. The blankets and the towels. So everyone usually uses like a head towel, but do those have bleach on it or are they super faded or do they have like tint rubbed in them? It's time to order some new towels. It's time to do that. <laughs> and for blankets, do they have dried up adhesive on them or have they just been run through the washer and dryer so many times that they're just like ratty? That's not how we want to present ourselves to our clients. So order a new blanket and um, make sure it's soft and fluffy and just make everything feel comfortable. Assess every single thing in your room and decide, is this adding value or is this something else? 
So having um, plants or whatever in your room is is awesome and whatever decor you feel like matches your style and what you're going for. But if there's too much going on, it's just simply there's too much going on and it takes away from what you're trying to achieve. So if there's too much on the wall or if there's too much decor and sayings and all of these things, I think that it's just distracting and it's a little busy. And I don't think it's like very calming to a nervous system to walk in a room. There's like a ton of stuff everywhere. So in in what we do, you know, we want our clients to be relaxed, eyes closed, going to sleep is ideal. You know, um, I want that space to feel like that for them. Lastly, is you can add on some cool touches. Like there are these lights that you can get on Amazon that do these almost like watercolor effects on the wall. I think doing cool things like that is really unique. Um, I did want to mention some things that I think also draw away from what you're trying to achieve is a bed that just looks um, frumpy, I guess, when there's just like a sheet over one of those like makeup beds or sometimes even when it's like a recliner and it's just I don't know. I think there's some things that look sleek and then some things that don't. Um, But to each his own, really, I just thought I'd give my opinion. And one thing is make sure your bed and your chair are both sanitizable. So if it's um, something like, I don't know if you can see my chair, but it's like a fuzzy chair or something um, in what we do, like in that can be in your lobby. But it can't be on something where we're performing a service like this. So we do have to have a wipeable bed and a wipeable chair. Um, I also make sure to sanitize the light too, especially if you're somebody that puts tape on your light to use. I don't do that, but I see it all the time. So if you're like that or if you're putting it on your cart, please sanitize that after every single time you do it. So that wraps up today's episode. I hope you guys enjoyed it and I'll be back very soon with the next one. 